Hey, this is Vanessa. This is Carlos. And you're listening to Retro Ad Review. This is a podcast where we select a couple of random old TV commercials and review them. So if you like commercials, listen in. Welcome to the latest episode of Retro Ad Review, where we um, watch old commercials Hello. and talk about them. Um, I'm joined today by my podcast partner, Carlos. Say hello again, Carlos. Hello. <laughs> and I'm hello. joined by a big fat dog that sat next to me, and he's trying to bite my hand. So if I yell out in pain, it's because a dog has bitten my hand. Stop it, dog. It's my sister, Kodos. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Chill. Chill, dog. So today we're going to be looking at cereals. Uh, cereals have a lot of commercials because I don't know. They sell sugar they to you in various forms. Sell sugar, sugar in the shape of a pebble, sugar in the shape of. Just a, go to the sugar cane field and get your own. Ugh, I don't like. Have you ever eaten sugar cane? Like, yeah, I've had sugar cane. Uh, the water. And it's I don't like, like it. whoa, that's whoa. I don't like it. Harsh. Um. But whatever, maybe some people wouldn't like sugar cereals, sugary cereals. So we're gonna. I'm look guessing at, they don't. We're gonna look at three, three that were from the 1980s and the 1990s. I think um, commercials for sugary cereals have kind of gone down a little bit uh, because I think advertising has changed some in that. Because of the internet. Well, yes, um, but also I think you're not supposed to like um, uh, advertise too much to kids like that. Children. Um, so the first commercial we're going to look at is well known and beloved by many. Um, in fact, it was the second most popular commercial, or excuse me, most popular cereal, um, last year. No, in 2017 after Honey Nut Cheerios. Um, it is called Frosted Flakes or Frosties elsewhere. So this one is from 1994. Sucaritos in Brazil. Sucaritos. They call him the wall. I mean, nothing gets by this guy. But Tony and I have a plan. Now, fake to the left. Oh, way to go. Winners practice hard and eat smart. Like this complete breakfast, including the sweet crunch of Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. They're great. You're a tiger. Let's do it. So you can do. The tasty Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. Did you see that? Brings out the tiger in you. And you. Out the tiger in you. Um, yeah. So this commercial has. I always expect the kid going, yeah. Dude. Yeah, raising their fist pumping. Basically. I hear that one. So in this commercial, we just see a bunch of, like, I presume teenagers. You know, they're in school and they're playing. They look. That kid has like a middle school mushroom haircut. Oh, right, yeah. So they're in middle school. They're teenagers. They're high schoolers. They're something. They look kind of big. Um, and they're just yeah. playing soccer in their field. And one of them is like, "Oh, I've got a secret: eating a bunch of sugar." Um, and then Tony the Tiger actually—it <laughs> gets me a lot more hyper, so I move faster. <laughs> I have a massive crash. But he's facing a blonde kid with a similar haircut who is a soccer goalie. Who's called the wall? He's called the wall because apparently, no, because he likes. Um, (laughs) So anyway, like the the sequence just shows the kid playing soccer and Tony 
helping him play soccer as well. They actually do a really good job <laughs> animating live action and the, the, real life. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say that. And the tiger's like moving with him. It's just hilarious how they just juxtapose it. Like they play it straight. It's like, yeah, I'm playing with Tony. And he's gonna teach me soccer and to beat this guy. And like, what? If you eat my cereal, you'll get that jolt of energy. It, it also shows. Wait. wait, wait, briefly. It also shows. There's a funny part in the, where it shows a bowl of just basic cornflakes, and then it shows Tony's yeah. like magical hand wave over. Magical it, and, hand wave. <gasps> they're frosted now, they're so like sugar now. <laughs> they're full of sugar, glucose. <laughs> the power of glucose. Yeah. So that's that's the commercial. On yourselves. Um. But in the voiceover says, hey, eat Kellogg's Frosted Flakes. I'm pretty sure that's Townsend Coleman, the voice of Michelangelo the Turtle from the 87 series. The kind of announcer guy? In the yeah. Yeah, he's like, hey, eat Frosted Flakes. You can blah, blah, blah. So Michelangelo also features in this, but I guess it's more of a secret. Um, the clothing that the kids wear in this, and I know it's all, you know, soccer uniforms. Soccer uniform. It looks, it does look kind of ancient as well, because, like, the goalie is wearing what looks like, you know, like an early 90s, um, windbreaker or something. Flashy fat. This is like 94, though. Yeah. Well, it's still early 90s, you know, like, uh, okay. It's the mid-90s, but the the commercial is probably produced then. Well, actually, I was going to say, like, early 90s, mid, no, like, up until probably like ninety eight, they were still wearing those like weird looking yeah. ski breakers. Seriously, if you're uh, physically fit and active, what I hate is like they show models that are fit and attractive eating McDonald's. Like, if you're an athlete, even a kid athlete, are you gonna feel good and up and? Uh, active after you eat sugar with milk? No, is the answer. And then run around in the hot sun? Although, actually, when you're a kid, you can eat a lot more crap and not be as destroyed <laughs> compared to yeah, when you're old. Fine, but I think I'd just be, like, vomiting up the the, the milk Brings out the after running a few feet. <laughs> it's true, though. Um, Especially the kid that has to jump. It, I, I think the thing that makes it really obnoxious with all, all of these, many of these cereal commercials are culpable yeah. of this, but like part of a balanced breakfast. Um, no, and it's, it's awful because it's like, oh, just a ton of sugar and white carbs and or whatever. Milk. And uh, well, I'm, I'm going to crash at like 11. So I don't really know I think why they do this. Well, I know. I think, the worst, I think the worst part of the commercial is the beginning. He says it in like a. Like the cool kid way. Yeah. Something about it just like he exudes that. Hey, yeah. I'm gonna like you know. I've like, I'm gonna be better than the freaking wall. It's like I've gonna He's really yeah. smug actually at the beginning. He's a bit like, guess what? I'm gonna beat this guy because I've got a secret weapon and it's an extra. Shit. It's essentially an extra player on the field. That's a secret weapon. Another guy that actually isn't on the team. Um, Illegal. Yes. But um. <laughs> At least he didn't, like, rub it in the kid's face at the end. He's just kind of, like, high-fiving Tony. He's like, yeah, we did it. Rather than, like, the the Game Board kid's like, yeah, I beat you, you freak. It's like, yeah, pushing another kid over. But, you know, the wall is going to miss every now and then. And Tony's like, you're... Uh -oh. Actually, when you look at the end there where the kid, like, he, like, fist pumps into the air, he does it really viciously. Like, a kid, actually, like, who who did... You know when you see... Pull a, out his arm. Yeah, he's like, yeah, like, punches... 
like that kind of thing versus you know yeah. I win where you kind of raise your hands um yeah um yeah so just a little bit about frosted flakes in general did you know that it's been around since 1952 and tony the tiger has been the guy since 1952 and the slogan has been they're great since 1952 the most generic garbage has been around since 1952 like everybody loves it (laughs) second most to to honeybee that's true um they're great. Like, yeah, that'll do. They're food. <laughs> it's tasty. Um, yeah, really? it's, it's kind of impressive how long um, Frosted Flakes has been around. And it's very, very, very popular. They've come up with a ton of different kinds of Frosted Flakes as well, like chocolate and gold. I remember getting like- the chocolate. What, what was the commercial? He, like, uh, he walks down like a James Bond secret agent. <laughs> like underground base with codes and stuff with metal doors and then he's like what's the secret it's like it's chocolate frosted flakes Ooh, they have cocoa cro- frosted flakes so and there was another one mm-hmm. uh there was another one with um the other type of frosted flakes mm-hmm. uh i forgot but they had a bunch of the they had a bunch of celebrities saying oh this is a Good Frosted Flakes. One of the celebrities was Gumby. Gumby! Who was voiced by Dallas McKinnon, uh, who also voiced uh, Tony the Tiger for a while. Did he? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gumbo. Gumbo. Who's Gumbo? Was there somebody named Gumbo? His dad. His uh-huh. dad. <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. Um, cool. So I think that is Frosted Flakes. We should probably move on to the next commercial. Um, Corn Marshall. Again, it is cereal. So we're going to listen to cereal. And this one's ultra cool, not at all dated in various ways. And it is Fruity Pebbles. You watch me get Fred's Fruity Pebbles. Who are you? I'm the master rapper, and I'm here to sing. I love Fruity Pebbles in a major way. He loves Fruity Pebbles in a major way. The bedrock, yellow, orange, purple, lime, and red. But to get the fruity taste, I gotta trick Fred. <laughs> Fruit of Fruity. <laughs> to get the fruity taste, he's gotta trick Fred. Bonnie. Just let's a rip. Most Fruity Pebbles cereal, part of this nutritious breakfast. Yep, but that was delicious. So in the commercial we see <laughs> Jackie Gleason chasing him chasing so, Run DMC. Barney, yes. So he's dressed up as the members of Run DMC. This is what this is. Yeah, with the okay. gold chain and the sneakers and the freaking hat and the glasses. Yep. So this was produced in 1988, and everyone was rapping at some stage. There was some rapping happening in you know where rapping originated and then marketing got a hold of it and said let's make everything rap so this is why barney's rapping anyway he goes into it's just the same premise the same old story from all of these old fruity pebbles cocoa pebbles things barney somehow disguises himself does something distracts fred who's just trying to eat his breakfast um and then, Fred just gives in to the beat of the music. He's like, yeah, yeah cool. Case, Fred's like, <laughs> the master Wee! rapper just broke into my house. Like, yeah. And he starts dancing, and then Fred steps away to start um, record scratching. <laughs> and that gives Barney the opportunity to try to steal his Fruity Pebbles. 
But Why didn't he just buy it like Fred? Because it's Poe. Um, and then Barney gives the game away by rapping, he's got to get the Fruity Pebbles by tricking Fred. Then Fred goes, what? Chases Barney out. Um, and, you know, that's the end of it. Barney runs away with the cereal. And we don't know if he ends up eating it or not. But, you know, he, he ends up getting the cereal. What but I the find weird thing about it, he's wearing shoes. That's what I first saw when I saw it. Was like, he, he's wearing shoes. Wearing sneakers. Shoes. How did he create sneakers and rap? Apparently, that's very interesting. In the prehistoric era, it's kind of the Donald Duck wearing a towel situation. So, yeah. I guess he's maybe he's very rich if he got the, well. Maybe he's just stealing everything. He's not actually rich. So, <laughs> one of the things I also found funny about this is I think he says, "Does he say yellow, orange, purple, and blue, or something like that?" Like, and cherry. Purple, lime, and red. Purple, lime, and red. Red, so it's a red, Fred. So, well, yes, but, like, what are Fruity Pebbles? He's naming fruit and colors. Exactly. Couldn't he have just said what? yellow, orange, purple, blue, and red or something versus, like, throwing in a lime? It's very weird. Um, yeah. I don't think Wait, lime Pebbles, is blue? I guess. Like, if in the commercial, the, the lime blue looks blue, which is ultra confusing. I guess that's why they call it lime instead of, instead of blue or... Instead of blue line. So I think this commercial... So this commercial was in 1988. And Fruity Pebbles, compared to Cocoa Pebbles, has gone through a few different changes. So they've added in different kind of colors and things. So in 85, they introduced purple. And in 87, they introduced berry blue. Which is why he says blue. Why he doesn't say berry blue. Maybe, you know what? It ruins the flow of the rap. Um... <laughs> But stupid. In 1985, they introduced purple. And then in 1995, 10 years later, they introduced Incrediberry purple, which I don't... Uh, like, they could have just introduced a new color, like white or something weird, and just been like, this is dazzling white. I, I don't know. <laughs> Why redo purple? That just seems how, stupid. How long have they been the spokespeople for these? Because I remember these as a kid. So This was 88, and I remember it. So weird. A little later, though, but how oh, wow. long have they been around? Um, so Pebble cereal was actually a cereal before Fruity Pebble. So it used to be called Sugar Rice Crinkles. And um, <laughs> Post, the cereal company, decided let's repackage this and do something with this because they weren't doing well selling cereal. That's like something. an even more generic name. It's like Fruited Candy. Sugar. That's like... Sugar Ooh. rice would have been very generic. Sugar, ri Sugar at least they rice, added in frosty crinkles. crinkles. I think it's crinkles. Um, so they tried to, you know, they were like, we need to do something. No about wonder this. it didn't sell with kids. It's uh, stuff they eat. And they basically just licensed the Flintstones, who had up until the Simpsons came along, like the longest running primetime cartoon in like history. From it wasn't like six years or something like that, right? Yeah, 1960 to 1966. But it was well known, and you know, the Flintstones was yeah. built after the Honeymooners, or kind of designed after a popular program called the Honeymooners. So, Fred. Where a guy beats his wife. Yes. Threatens to beat his wife for her hijinks. For comedic effect. Um, <laughs> ah, the dog is barking. Um, so, anyway, the, the post company decided let's attach. Fred Flintstone on there. I don't know how Hanna-Barbera was like, yeah, let's do this. I don't know how much money they got off of it and stuff. Like, hey, let's like, get money. Yeah, because it, it ended up doing very, very well. To the point that the Flintstones doesn't exist. It's, it ended in 1966, 
which means it's been how many years? That's a really long time. It's 2019. Like over, almost 60. Over yeah. 60. It's been that long, and Fred and Barney are still on the front cover of the post, I mean, post Fruity Pebbles. And so, they outlasted Hanna-Barbera. I mean, I'm not sure what their status is. They're now part of Warner but, uh, animation. Yeah. So, like... But they outlasted them. They changed the name. Their intellectual property is still better than Hanna-Barbera. Yes. Yeah, it's long-lasting. Um, so, the thing was called Sugar Rice Crinkles, so they decided to change it to match up a little bit more with, you know... You know, Sugar Rice Crinkles isn't very prehistoric, so that's why they changed it to Pebbles. And, yeah, it was just kind of interesting in that. I mean, Cocoa Pebbles doesn't change. Choco Rocks. Choco. The commercials are very important. So, in a fun kind of story with this is, you know, we watch this, run DMC, all of this weird stuff. And the premise of it is Barney is always trying to steal. It's kind of like the Trick's Rabbit. There's a lot of theft in serial commercials um but um <laughs> but um there were two big moments that happened in i don't know you could kind of almost consider it like a cartoon series which is weird um yeah. in that on a christmas commercial in 1986 maybe that's why it was so effective yeah i mean they were a cartoon before it already been like 20 years that they had ended by this stage as well very weird yeah. um so in this commercial um christmas uh, Barney dresses up as Santa Claus and Fred's like, oh, Santa, have some of my pebbles. And then real Santa pops out and then Fred is really angry with Barney. But then Santa says, Tis the season to be sharing, Fred. And then Fred goes, all right, Barney, you can have it. And he's like, happy holidays and gives him a hug and then hands him some of the fruity pebbles. So that was kind no. of neat. Then they did it again in a Christmas. I don't know when they did this, but they did a Christmas commercial another year where Barney... The 2010s or something, right? Really? Wow. That's it was weird. in the 2010s, I think. Wow. Or late thousands. No, it couldn't have been that late. That's mental. Anyway, the whenever this happened, um, there was a Christmas commercial where Barney dresses up and he's like the ghost of Christmas present. And, eh, you know, same old thing, really. Um... Well, when Fred finds out, he's very angry, but Pebbles, his daughter, says Santa is watching. So that gets Fred to say, oh my god, he officially makes it and says it to Barney that he can always have Pebbles cereal and he doesn't need to steal it anymore. So this is the moment Aww. in which Post Cereal decided we should stop having our characters steal things. You know, because so, the kids might want to steal stuff. There are probably a bunch of kids that were like stealing it, imitating Barney or something like that, or the Tricks Rabbit. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, that that was kind of canonical, and I think Barney hasn't had to steal anything since. So they, you know, they changed up the formula and started doing different things um, as part of the whole. And delinquency know, has gone down since. <laughs> as part of the whole. Uh, you know, we can't be selling to kids so much anymore, so flagrantly, if you've been watching children's commercials, isn't as intense when it comes to the cereals. They're now doing stuff like, are you team Coco? Are you team Fruity? And yeah, it's it's not as cool, I think. But Barney not and nice. Fred and Bam Bam and I guess Pebbles, I don't know. Um, and John Cena. Are still on the cover. One thing I thought was kind of I'm a sucker for these cereals. Like, I really liked Fruity Pebbles. I oh always my gosh. I left a film on Have the you ever... Have you ever eaten Fruity Pebbles? 
Like the whole box. Uh, One time... <laughs> because Cocoa Pebbles is different. Fruity Pebbles get soggy fast. So I'm eating it, and I had to keep pouring more and more to get it to unsog so I could eat it chomping and uh, crunchier. And then what I realized, me and my cousin, we just almost ate the whole box. I was like, mm. what the heck? And then we drank the, the super sugared milk at the bottom. Ew, ew, that's awful. We went off into space. It's, uh, what was it? The, the, it's so thick, that Simpsons, what is it, slushy thing? God, I can't yeah. remember anymore. Um, <laughs> when they go on a sugar rush, spring, yeah. field, spring, field. Uh, I've eaten it, but I've only eat, I've eaten a lot of it before, and it tastes disgusting after a while. I always felt Fruity Pebbles gave you a film on the roof of your mouth. It just yeah. But I really liked it, and I felt like once I started getting the inklings of the film, is when I'd stop. So it kind of came up with its own control mechanism on how to stop eating it because it was disgusting. stop eating. This is gross. <laughs> it it's gets, good, and then it's gross. It gets gross afterwards. Um, I think Cocoa Pebbles yeah. did this one moment where they did like birthday pebbles and anytime there's like a birthday version of something I'm like ooh I really want it I ended up not getting it but I it always, always want a stupid birthday one um, I think it was Dino Pebbles Dino. that yeah, they gave one. you a little extra oh. bag of like super chocolate rocks that you could mix in there I, I was like, like why do are you giving kids more of this I really like when they do that kind of thing but uh, yeah also, in my research, I was looking up what was the origin of I am the rap line, I am X, and I'm here to say. I, I was listening to a bunch of late 70s, early 80s rap, and I still haven't found it. I looked on the internet, and they haven't found it. The earliest thing I found was a Chiquita Banana commercial from 1944. It says, I am Chiquita Banana, I'm here to say uh, fruit grows really good or I don't remember what it was but I was like that was the earliest I was able to find 1944 Chiquita Banana invented a rap dang <laughs> Chiquita Banana what there's See? so much information in these commercials um, or that you can get into a lot of rabbit holes well speaking of rabbit holes <laughs> that's not a good segue for this next one um, we're, gonna be, <laughs> we're gonna be looking at um, the white rabbits Alice in Wonderland cereal I bet you there was one. Be like scared that. to eat that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> A particular cereal that no longer exists. It no longer exists so hard that boxes like of many it... countries. <laughs> Zaire, um, it doesn't exist to the point that boxes can sell for up to $100, and they also, nah. yeah, I know, I don't like it either. Trust me, I don't like it. Mm -hmm. um, it can exist, or excuse me, sell for up to 100 and I think it's even sold for $200. So let's Wait, you're mad because of the concept that it sells that high, or because you can't afford it because you want to eat it? I don't want to eat it. It doesn't look <laughs> um, I'm just annoyed. It's like, let's go buy this. And at this point, it's probably going to taste really bad for you. It will probably be awful. But then again, sugary things tend to last. So maybe it's still all crispy if they kept it in the bag. So this 
They I, found honey next to some uh, mummies in Egypt. And it was still good. Yeah, it's still good. So, <laughs> I don't think this cereal will work like that. Um, but this nope. cereal, I think the conceit... What is this cereal? <laughs> I think the conceit for it was actually quite interesting. Um, yeah. So, here we go. This is from 1988. The Nintendo Cereal System commercial. Nintendo. It's where Brett's sitting now. Nintendo. It's the cereal. Wow. Cereal system is a super part of this nutritious breakfast. Nintendo. Two cereals and one. Wow. Two cereals and one. Um, I that like classic the classic nerd looking guy. So. Oh, that classic nerd looking dude. So it makes more sense now that you've heard the commercial, uh, why it would sell for so much. So this only existed from 1988 to 1989. Um, maybe the sales were awful. So, to explain <laughs> the commercial, it's just a bunch of nerd-looking kids from the 1980s going, wow! And they jump... They're weird, solid colors. Yeah, it's all very... I don't know how to put it, but something like monochromatic. Anyway, they're jumping The one around. that sticks out to me is that nerd. He's wearing like a green... Vest. Uh, cardigan sweater thing, and he has the, the big glasses. Yeah, it's just very classic. So. It looks like what marketing would have thought, uh, or advertising, would have thought a person who played video games looked like. So anyway, <laughs> they all jump into the television, and they're in the same universe as Mario. And they, you know, they're jumping and doing stupid crap, and then it shows you what some of the pieces look like. So it shows you, actually, like, here's what Mario, the pixelated Mario, looks like. And then it transforms into what the serial piece looks like. And lo and behold, it doesn't look anything like the pieces or the, the, the characters. So, you know, you look at Link and you wouldn't be able to tell it was Link. I mean, the Link... Looks like a... The Link looks like Groot. <laughs> yeah. The Link heart actually looks pretty good, as does the key. And it's then the it heart. Just kind of, but the cool... And what I was saying about the conceit thing is... um, So, you know when you got, like... Um, the video game, the video game. When you got a Nintendo game, it came with Mario and Duck Hunt, right? Yeah. Which is really cool. So you look at this box, and it contains two separate bags. One bag with the Mario, you know, marshmallows or whatever the hell, and then the other one with Legend of Zelda stuff. So it was kind of cool in that way. I mean, it probably tasted exactly the same, but you know, it was just kind of a neat way of being like Nintendo cereal system you get two games so you get like two cereals in one it's the same Im type of cereal but imagine if the Mario cereal came with actual mushrooms <laughs> we occasionally have to stop talking about <laughs> drugging cereals <laughs> i'm not talking about those type i'm just talking about mushrooms in general Ew. like portobellos <laughs> gross um so no it doesn't and, and i mean portobello marshmallows Maybe that explained why yeah. it flopped. No, it didn't. Um, so we don't know why it flopped. It just flopped. But um, it was probably just discontinued. So the box also came with a sticker of a Nintendo character, and then the back of the box had um, trading cards called Nintendo Power Cards. Um, and yeah, trading cards are huge back then. Because this only lasted for a year, um, 
it also came with an offer to win a power pad or a Super Mario cereal bowl. And thinking of things... Power about, pad was terrible. So was you would have lost thing? out if you won. Was that the thing you ran on? What was a power pad? It was gray and it had like four columns. Two were blue and this two were red. This is the thing you run on. This is like, you know... Yeah. Two, what was the game but that we played? Track it was field. so unreceptive. Yeah, it was crap. That And a way to cheat was just uh, get on your knees and slap it with your hands. That's true. So you'd run on it and if you were you know, really trying for it. You actually would get a bit of exercise because you had to slam so hard to be able to get them to, to understand it. One of the games was called, uh, most of them were like track and field and running and like what you would do. One of them with the power pad was um, uh, Street Cop, <laughs> which you played a little police officer who had to arrest people. So you had to like hop on one foot and jump and all this weird stuff. It's like, why don't you get the controller? It was made by uh, Bandai. Bandai. Made by Bandai, think, uh, which gives you some insight on how crap it was. Funnily enough, it was called a power pad in the United States, but it was called the Family Trainer in Japan and Family Fun uh, Fitness. There's which, a whole story behind how rare one of the games is. Which because game? Nintendo bought it out, and there was only like very few copies of the Family Fun Pad or something like that. Oh, okay. The game, not the pad itself, right? The game, yeah, the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, the game. This, I think this is like the predecessor to Dance Dance Revolution. But we're really getting off topic. <laughs> um, I probably would have chosen the Mario Bowl because I think we... Do we still have that Ninja Turtles Bowl? Nah, it broke. <gasps> Did the dog or eat it? Or lost. I think it's just lost. Puffy ate it at one stage, I think. She ate one of the things. No, she ate that ball. She ate that turtle she ball. She ate the ball, yeah. <laughs> Um, right, so those are all of our commercials. Let's do the ranking portion of ranking review. Of review. Should we like, have some sort of intro to that? I was going to say, this should include like a little song like, bah, 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 bah. yeah, I don't know, it's a Nintendo song, but whatever. All right, so of the three, we've got Frosted Flakes Soccer. We've got Wrapping Fruity Pebbles, and we've got this Nintendo thing, which is a terrible earworm, which was... So it's worst to best. That's yeah. the uh, underground theme. Yeah, I know. What was your least favorite? Least favorite. I guess I'd go with the Nintendo. Mm. Because, again, the, the advertisers are not knowing kids, so they just pick generic kids to be like, this is cool. And, again, it's just marketing a thing to sell that plus slap on uh, slap on cereal. What was it? The The Simpsons again? Uh, George Lucas is like, Jar Jar Binks cereal. It's just Apple Jacks, extra J's. It's like they just <laughs> slap on garbage to do anything. The gimmick is nice that you get like two pounds of cereal. That's true. Two boxes. Two boxes. You'd be like, I want to eat the Link one. That's probably what would have happened. Or Zelda one, because no one says Link. Who am I? Who do I think I am? My least favorite one is um, uh, the Frosted Flakes one for two reasons. One, it's kind of just generic in my view, just kind of like, oh, all right, cool, yeah. Uh. Um, but I think what we had talked about before of like, I'm going to beat the wall because I ate a lot of sugar. Like, that's terrible. That's yeah. just a terrible thing to be promoting in some way. And then Tony's like, mm -hmm. yeah, you know what? I'm a naturally built tiger, so I can eat a bunch of crap. And still, <laughs> I can I can do How it. How fast can he clear the field? 
he could just eat all the children. So that's why <laughs> I don't care for it. Also, I don't know. There's something about the commercial as Naturally well. It's kind of, it's got kind of a, it's quite dark actually. Not dark in a, I don't know, metaphorical sense. No, the filming is dark. Yeah, the filming is is dark. I don't know if it's the quality version we got, but it's it's kind of a yeah. Maybe it had to do with the rotoscope tiger. Maybe actually, which contributes to how good it was. I mean, I definitely give it points for what I said before of um, yeah. how well they did to put live action plus animated. Second? Second least favorite? Second for me is uh, the, the Tony the Tiger because he's... Uh, oh, well, we've just been explaining it. it it's generic, but it, it's it's got its own compact little story. I really like how they animated the tiger. And he's actually doing something to help out, not just, here, eat the cereal, you're going to get supercharged. You know what, that's true but about the, Tony. He's a helpful guy. He's actually, like, a practicing with him on the side. And then illegally joins the team and, and defeats the wall. Hmm. But the, the smug kid at the beginning just... I'm going to beat the wall. It's like, the kid deserves yeah. it. He's, or the kid deserves and the wall, the wall doesn't even look like he's, like... Bad the guy. bully kid who you have to beat. This is like, this is exactly what I was just saying. A second he's just ago. some kid. He's like a kid who's actually like really good intense. At it. He's good yeah. at what he does. So like you know, leave him off. <laughs> um. All right. So my second, you know, my and middle... like I said before, like I said before, at least he's not rubbing in his face. Like yeah, fist pumping in his face. I defeated you. He hugged. He hugged all of his friends. Um. My That'd be cool. Middle ground, he did. He kind of hugged the friends. They all went like, "Yeah." You know. um, is the Nintendo one? Um, it's just middle ground for me. I like the concept, but of the the serial, but like that doesn't mean the commercial is any good. It's all very beginning Nintendo. Like, there's nothing um, particularly like. It's just saying like, you know, the game thing that you use here. It is. So it was I only out for like three years. No, it was out for one year. No, the Nintendo. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. Oh, which makes the serial seem like it lasted a bit longer now. Anyway, whatever. Um, the the serial is... Yeah, the commercial is just kind of very basic. Like, guys, we need to make a commercial mm. for Nintendo. What's a Nintendo, says a man who was born in 1930 you know, or something like that. <laughs> and then they do this weird thing. But... The points that I'll give it is that I really like... This probably should have been my bottom, but whatever. Um, the points that I'll give it is that I really like the, the dual thing, and I'm going to give points to the song because it's still stuck in my head. I just go, Nintendo. It's the crappiest lyrics in the world. They're just yeah, bad it lyrics. Is. It's syllables. Nintendo. <laughs> it's a game. You know, like... And superimposed kids over the levels in the world. So I guess with that, this means that our top one is Fruity Pebbles Rapping Barney. Fruity Pebbles Rapping Barney. I, I don't know how popular this is, but it played a lot it when really we were kids. Did. Like in the early 90s, it just kept playing. Yeah. Wow. Came out in 1980. But the whole thing just... I just like how ridiculous it is. He comes in his freaking wrapping gold chains with his shoes for some reason. His gold chain is. And then Fred, Fred is so stupid that he's just like, oh yeah, I'm just dancing. This guy broke in my house. I'm dancing, and I'm already starting to. Uh, Fred secretly uh, loves rap. 
which yeah. you know based a guy on... based off a 1950s tv show loves <laughs> rap that's what i was thinking you wouldn't think jackie gleason would have loved rap um and he's there and he's got like a record player he's going <laughs> record scratch <laughs> so stupid um yeah it played all the time so there's definitely a nostalgia element right. for me that comes into play here where it's just like oh yeah this thing but again it's part of for me you know fun little animation it's a fun contained yeah. story um i don't rightly care for the rap because it wasn't very good and um you know it was Bad. really pandering to like you know the 80s everyone's in a major way. major way whatever but what's he gonna what's he gonna do if he catches them like beat him up <laughs> or just take it back i'll take it back hit him on the head or something Blow um, him on the head like a caveman exactly that's what caveman did Cavemen did. Do, 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 do. Nickelodeon? Um, yeah. So... All right. Well, that was my favorite one, too. All right. So that was it. That was us taking you through commercials about cereal from 19. Actually, yeah, we just looked like late 80s to mid 90s. Um, so, are... of all those three. Mm-hmm. My favorite tune would have been the Tony the Tiger because the other two songs were kind of bad. Oh yeah, what was the song again? <laughs> Bring uh, out the Bring tiger the in you. Yeah, yeah, actually, the right. two were syllable Nintendo and a bad rap. Nintendo and Love Supreme Pebbles <laughs> in a major way. Um, so yeah, that's it. We've taken you through all of these commercials. Um, let us know which is your favorite or favorite cereal. Taking you through a journey of across about four years <laughs> of advertising. <laughs> yeah, actually, and there have been serial commercials since, like, the 1950s. We should do a comparison of the evolution of one of the serial commercials or brands. Those old ones with the creepy puppets. Ugh. Creepy I'd rather puppets. watch Barney rap. <laughs> um, so, thank you for listening. If you like Thank us, you. we would appreciate um, you subscribing or whatever it is that you do on your favorite uh, podcasting service. So we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, I think Stitcher. We use um, it's Anchor, isn't it? We use Anchor um, to. I don't know what's mm-hmm. wrong with my voice today. Um, to publish these, and we're just doing this for the fun of it. So you know, share, tell your friends. Um, we quite enjoy doing this so we'll be back sometime in the coming future more than likely a Monday is when we're published um, with some old commercials usually we stay in the realm of the 80s and 90s but we might jump into you know the 70s or 50s maybe if we do coke we'll look at some of the 2000s yeah cool alright well thank you for listening and we hope to have another one out for you to listen to again soon Bye-bye. See you. Bye. Bye.